guys, welcome back to Take It to the Cross Talks. I'm your host, Natalie Solomon. I'm not gonna lie, I was hesitant about posting this episode just because I felt like it wasn't good enough. I felt like I could have added a lot more and taken some stuff out. But when I was driving today to go to my sister's skating competition, I noticed the sign on the highway that said, get your message out. And I usually take that highway to get to my college because the skating competition was literally five minutes away from it. And so I just felt like it was a sign from God because I usually take that highway and never noticed that sign before. And so I'm deciding to not make much changes to this episode and just get my message out. Today I want to talk about something that I've been struggling with recently, and I think it's something many of you are struggling with too. Um, Anyone who knows me knows I'm an overthinker. I overthink everything. Life, friendships, school, just about anything really. And the thing is, with overthinkers like myself... You can't just overthink one thing at a time. You have to overthink about multiple things at the same time. And so what happens is thoughts just end up spiraling all over the place and end up consuming you. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, sometimes my thoughts make me feel like I'm on this never-ending Ferris wheel ride and there's just no way to get off of it. And usually Ferris wheel rides are pretty slow, but for some reason this one is zipping and my thoughts are going 100 miles per hour and I end up feeling stuck. And it just sounds so draining and exhausting, which is exactly what thoughts do to you, specifically negative ones. They drain and exhaust you. And this is actually why I titled this episode, Overthinking Will Kill You, because it will. It will kill you if you don't end up stopping the Ferris wheel, if you don't end up stopping the spiral of these toxic thoughts in your head. And I don't just see this with myself. I see this with a lot of my friends, girls, and guys. And so I decided to make this the topic for today's episode. To begin, I'm going to be playing Bill Nye the Science Guy here real quick and explain what happens in the brain when we think about something. We have to think of the brain kind of like plastic. It's constantly being shaped, molded, and changed by our experiences every day. Every time you think a thought, you're creating these patterns in your brain called neural pathways. And the more often you think that particular thought, the easier it is to think that thought again. I read somewhere online that hiking trails are similar to our brain pathways. Just as a grassy path becomes flattened and worn away every time a hiker walks over it, as you focus on something with your thoughts or feelings, you strengthen your brain pathways. Over months and years, a well-traveled hiking trail becomes a well-worn pathway. So if you're always having these intrusive negative thoughts, the easier it is for you to think them because you're solidifying that brain pathway. 
And what's so heartbreaking is that if you ask our girl Miss Siri how many of our thoughts per day are negative, you will discover that the number is about 80%. Let that sink in. 80% of the thoughts we think of are negative. Like what? That's so insane to me that only 20% of our thoughts are positive. Like what does that say about our society and what does that say about like how we view ourselves? But I want you to know despite all of this, you are not stuck thinking these thoughts. God has built a way for us to escape this downward spiral. We convince ourselves that we are the victims of our thoughts and that they control us when in reality we have power over them and more importantly, God has power over them. There is hope and I can promise you that. I've been through it and don't get me wrong, I still go through it. There are still times where I catch myself spiraling in these negative thoughts But one thing I have learned is how to become equipped to fight one of the hardest battles, and that is the battle of your mind. In the Bible, Paul the Apostle writes in 2 Corinthians 10.5, We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. I love the last part of the verse, Take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Take your thoughts captive simply means gaining control over what you think about yourself and life. And learning how to capture our thoughts matter because how we think shapes how we live. For instance, I'm usually this like loud, bubbly person, like I love to make jokes, but once those negative thoughts overtake me, I'm not myself anymore. And this feeling of uneasiness like begins to linger in my mind. And this just shows how your thoughts have weight as they can easily change you and make you feel heavy. I remember when I first read that, I thought, okay, why is it so important to take our thoughts captive? Like why exactly do we need to gain control over them? And I later realized The reason is because the devil is determined to get in your head and distract you from doing good and fulfilling your purpose in life. Now, I know whenever I mention the devil, I know that some people are bound to roll their eyes at me like, this girl is crazy, why is she mentioning the devil, she's on some Halloween type beat, But I think that just further proves my point and shows how smart he is as he convinces people that he's not working in their lives, when in reality, he is. But anyways, going back to my point, he wants you to sink so deep that you feel lost, that you feel helpless, and that you feel overwhelmed to the point where you're incapable of rising to make a difference for God's kingdom. And so what he does is fill our minds with these lies, like, I'm such a failure. I'm so broken, no one's ever going to love me. I'm never going to get better. These are all lies. And the reason why I know they're coming from the devil is because if these thoughts are not giving you peace, it's not from God. 
And it's as simple as that. The devil wants to steal. The devil wants to kill. The devil wants to destroy. But God wants to give you life. And so that leads me to my next question. How do we take our thoughts captive? The first thing is to admit to these thoughts and to say these thoughts out loud. Because when we say out loud what's in our thoughts, when we reveal our dark struggles, we take them captive and break their power. The next thing is to replace these thoughts with other thoughts. True thoughts. If we are believing things that are not true about us, then we are believing what the devil wants us to believe instead of what God wants us to believe. Therefore, we need to replace those lies with truth. And where we get truth is through God's word, aka the Bible. Ask yourself, what does God say about this thought? Will you believe God or will you believe the lie? I think the problem is we not at the truth, but we don't fully absorb it and let it shape our identity. Like we know what the Bible says, but for some reason we don't fully take in what it says about us. Our minds spin and spin, often grabbing a hold of these lies in the search of stability, and it almost feels like we can't quite put our feet back down on the simple truths of what it means to love Jesus, what it means to be loved by Jesus. Our homeboy Paul does it again in Philippians 4.8 when he says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, Whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. I remember my friend would have this verse set as a reminder on her phone, and I would always think to myself, out of all the verses in the Bible, why did she pick this long one? Where's your classic Jeremiah 29 11? And it wasn't until recently where I truly understood the meaning of this verse and actually applied it in my life. You know, we say, I can't figure it out. And God says, I will direct your steps. We say, I'm too tired. And God says, I will give you rest. We say, I feel all alone. And God says, I will never leave you. Replace those lies with truth. Replace those negative thoughts with what's true, noble, and right. Two weeks ago, I finished this book called Get Out of Your Head, Stopping the Spiral of Toxic Thoughts, and it's by Jenny Allen, and I really liked when she said, We may still wake in the wee hours of the morning when all around us is dark, But rather than squirming and stewing and letting evil scenarios run haywire through our minds, we can meet with God, be reminded of His kindness, and pray. The battle for our minds is won as we focus on Jesus. Every moment, every hour, every day. And that's the beauty of Him. He is always there. He will never leave. When we focus on Jesus and His power, We can fight the raging battle in our minds. And the question is, what are you fixated on? 
Are you fixated on this negative thought or are you fixated on Christ? Because when we are fixated on Christ, when we allow him to take up so much space in our thinking, our negative thoughts will shrink in comparison. The last thing I want to touch on in this episode is the idea that if we allow God to take up space in our life, we will find rest. Ever since I was a little girl, my dad would always push me to do like adventurous things. And so one thing he would push me to do is to swim with him all the way out to the rope in the ocean, which separates where you can and can't swim. Since the rope is pretty far out, I would get tired of swimming, especially as the waves are crashing in on me and the salt water is like getting into my eyes and I'm just crashing. I I feel like I'm drowning. And so a tip my dad would give me in order to make it to the rope is to lay on my back and float for a little bit, then swim, lay on my back and float for another bit of time, then swim again. And that's the same with overthinking. When we are constantly having these thoughts that are crashing in on us, we feel like we're drowning. But God can give us rest if we allow him to. He will hold us afloat and all we have to do is ask. And I also think that it just goes to show that we are allowed to take breaks. Rest is good. We don't have to always keep working our minds and overthink these things. Like you are allowed to rest and just sit back and float in the water. To end things off, I just want to say you have a God-given, God-empowered, God-redeemed ability to choose what you think about. You have a choice regarding where you focus your energy. You can either focus on the lies or you can choose to shift your mind back to God. These thoughts are not you. It may seem like they are, but trust me, the more you stress about them, the more they will come. Instead of that, tell the devil who you really are. I am chosen and I belong to God. Start saying that God is for you and that he fights for you, that you are eternally forgiven, that no one can snatch you out of the hand of Jesus, that you are saved and the devil can do nothing about it. Keep your mind on Christ and keep moving forward. Don't let those intrusive thoughts stop you from living. Before I really end the episode this time, I just want to make it clear that I am not disregarding mental health whatsoever. That's actually another topic I want to later discuss in another episode. I understand that people are suffering from a true chemical breakdown in their bodies and they need to take medication to regulate their brain chemistry. And please hear me, there is no shame in that choice praise God actually for tools that help. And I just hope to show that regardless of where you are at mentally, there is help we can access for ourselves. Anyways, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Peace.